Welcome to the Raising Sons podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm a parenting advisor, educational psychologist, licensed maternal mental health therapist, and mom. On this podcast, we'll cover everything you need to know about raising sons. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, hey, it's Dr. Shell with another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. And today we're talking about how to talk to your son about puberty. OMG. So let's talk about before I get into how to talk to your son about puberty, I want to share something that has happened with myself and my son. And so the way that our church is set up, when my son, when kids get to middle school age, when they get to sixth grade, they go to what is called youth church and youth church is its own church. And they talk about different things and different topics. And the sermons are focused around a lot of times around those topics. So my son and I were, of course, in the car because that tends to be where we have these um, deep conversations or he shares with me things that are happening. And so he says, I'm talking to him, talking to him about youth church. And he says, I said, do you like it? And he's like, well, they talk about inappropriate things. So I'm like, well, what's inappropriate? And so he tells me about one of the examples that um, our youth pastor gave um, about, he was talking about different things that the kids are facing right now. And he talks about bullying, but he talks about uh, rape. And so when my son said it, I was thinking to myself, what? He's not ready to have this conversation. He's only 10. Um, like, we can't be having this. So my first question to him was, um, do you know what sex is? Because I had said that we needed to talk to him about sex and my husband said that he would talk to him, but I didn't know that he had already talked to him because then I'm thinking, oh, we're going to have to have this conversation about what sex is and what that means. But thankfully, my husband had already had the conversation. So then I had to make sure that he understood what it was. And so he did. And then we talked about what rape, what rape is. Um, and so the tension that was inside me, though, was. I know that he's, you know, in middle school and I know that I, there is important to have conversations with him before, you know, his friends start having conversations with him or he sees things in the media. But at the same time, I was like, is he is he ready? Is it time? Um, is this the time? Maybe I need maybe we need to wait till he's a little bit older. And um, thankfully, I was reminded that, no, this is the time. And I can even think back to when I was in middle school. I know that there were girls, you know, you know, engaging in sex and things like that in middle school. So I was like, OK, it is the time. But there was there was this tension in trying to figure out, you know, I was like, maybe he's not ready for you, church, because they're talking about things that I'm not ready for him to, to, to have awareness of. Um, and so. Again, I was reminded and I had to come to the realization that things are happening. Information is out there. And so whether or not we're ready or not, we're ready or not, they are being exposed to a whole host of things. And so it's better for us to have these conversations with them than for them to have conversations with their friends or to get information from the Internet that may be incorrect. And so just, you know, as as moms, as parents, you know, just thinking about this. So if your your son brings up something and you're thinking to yourself, I'm not ready, just go ahead and go with it. Because at this point, he already knows. And um, whether or not you're ready, it's out there. So I know that there may be, you know, that tension, that struggle, like I felt, um, but I just had to, to, to merge forward. And then I did have to have a conversation like, I don't know, maybe it's not time. And then be reminded, no, this is definitely the time to be having these conversations. And so, you know, when we talk about, 
you know, how to talk to your son about puberty, it begins with being honest. One, you have to be honest with yourself and you need to be honest with them. One of the things that I decided early on when my sons were young is that, you know, we were going to name the body parts. We weren't going to call, we were going to call their, you know, their penis, their penis. We weren't going to call it something else um, because one, you know, if somebody is inappropriately touching them, it's important that they be able to to use a, a appropriate wording to describe what is happening. Um, now, there were some times with my younger son, you know, I told him what he was called and then he blurted. We were at a, a family function and he's like, yeah, that's the Venus. And I'm like, what? Like, really at all times? Why? But, you know, I... I had told him and he was using it accurately, so I couldn't fault him for that. But just know that when you tell your kids things, especially when they're young, that it may come out at, at the most inopportune times. Um, but I think it's, of course, it's important to be honest about, um, you know, about puberty, about what's going to happen, about um, what their body parts are called um, and talking to them before it even starts to change. Right. So. Um, talking to them and helping them to prepare to, to know that these things are going to come. Um, if you're kind of like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable. You can also use a, a book um, to have to read together and to generate questions. There are um, two books that I want to mention that may be helpful. One is Guy Stuff, the body book for boys. Um, another one is Everything You Wanted to Know About Puberty and should, Shouldn't Be Googling. Um, and so using those books, reading them with your son so that, um, you know, you generate questions. And so maybe it's not so much that you have to start the conversation or initiate it, but you're reading these books um, with him. And so questions are being generated because you're reading um, and also helping him to be comfortable coming to you about these different things that are happening. Right. Um, my sons tend to ask me questions and I'm thinking to myself, you know, your dad has the same thing that you have, but you're asking me. So um, being I have to be prepared. I have to be as prepared as I can to answer their questions in a way um, that gives them the information that they need. And, you know, sometimes this happened to me growing up. I would ask my dad questions and he would say, go ask your mom. And so I feel like I don't want that. to. I don't want to do that to my sons. I want to be as as knowledgeable as I can in some of these subjects so that they feel comfortable coming to me when, you know, things aren't um, functioning right or, you know, there are things that are going wrong. I want us to be able to have that kind of open dialogue where they feel like they can come to me and ask me questions. And so um, even if I'm uncomfortable, I, I try to, you know, I participate in the conversation. I'm, I'm, I may be cringing on the inside, but I'm still, you know, present with them and answering their questions. And so, again, you want to talk about it before it starts to happen. Talk to them about, you know, their voice changing um, and, you know, the different things that are going to be happening to their bodies and all of those things. I want to take a break to tell you about the Raising Sons Manual. This ebook style guide consists of conversation starters, guides, and exercises to assist you with navigating the same tough topics and conversations we discuss on this podcast in real time. If you or your child has been hesitant about therapy, or if you just need something tangible and practical to put into practice, this is the manual for you. I am offering a free sample to all listeners of the podcast. Click the link in the show notes to download. And you know, also... It's not bad to have, you know, a father figure or a grandfather or somebody else to talk to them in addition to yourself. If, you know, maybe they're uh, 
there's, you know, maybe not a dad around or um, not one that has, you know, access. And so having another, you know, male figure that can give them accurate information is also helpful. One, because there's some things that, you know, I can know about from talking to my husband, from reading books, but there's just some something different about, you know, talking to somebody who's experienced these things and can give them some some tips on how to manage them. Um, and so I think it's important that, you know, you, you be able to have these open conversations with your sons about any and everything. So while we're talking about puberty and what's happening to your sons and their bodies, um, I want to share something with you all that I think is, it's, it's pretty comical. Um, so I'm the only female in the house, right? And so my sons are aware that we don't have the same we don't have the same body parts. And so I believe, again, telling them, naming the, the body parts for what they are. So I did tell my sons about like what the what body part I do have, but because I don't have a penis, you know, sometimes you take your sons into the bathroom with you when you're at the store or something. So my son, my um, sons, when they were younger, they thought that like that urine and things like that for me came out of my butt because they were like, you don't have a penis, so it must be coming out of your butt. And I was like, oh no, like, um, because I didn't, I gave them the name for the, for, I gave them, I told them that women have vaginas, but you know, they didn't have any, any knowledge or kind of comprehension of what that meant. And so they just assumed that the pee, you know, if I go to the bathroom, the pee must be coming out of my butt. And so I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. And so one of the things that um, I haven't had the conversation with my oldest son yet about is puberty in girls. And I'm sure it's, you know, going to be something that comes up because he does have friends that are girls and they talk about the girls, they just talk, right? I don't think that they have any kind of filter and so I haven't had that conversation with my son about, you know, girls having menstrual cycles and things like that. That is not a conversation that I'm looking forward to having um, right now. But I do know that it's important that he knows, um, because if I don't talk to him about it, I'm sure that they will or they'll mention it. And so then he'll come back and say to me, what is the menstrual cycle? What does that even mean? So he has said to me, though, he's mimicking his dad, I'm guessing, but he's saying, oh, um, you know, those sometimes what did he what did he tell me? Like those times um, there are a few days during the month where you just act um, funny or you're just mean. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, dad says that that's um, a woman's. That's how women are at certain times during the month. And I'm thinking, no that is incorrect information. And so um, I didn't explore that any further either. Hence this whole topic about discussing the whole menstrual cycle and how that can affect girls and their and their moods and emotions. So it's probably something that is on the horizon. Um, so if you're a mom and you're, you know, you're, you're beginning to think about having conversations with your son about puberty, just know that you're going to have to not only talk to them about what's happening with them, but you're probably also going to want to talk to them about what's happening to girls. Because if you don't, um, they'll find out, right? Because like I said, girls talk and um, it's going to probably come up in conversation. And, you know, maybe your son could be the one that has the knowledge that can help her um, feel better about what's happening and help her not to freak out. So if that's, you know, indeed what happens, because we know that 
kids are starting a lot earlier than what they used to. So, you know, it didn't used to be, or it was maybe rare to have a child to start puberty in elementary school, but it's happening a lot more frequently now. Um, so, you know, having these conversations earlier is probably better than not. So might be some difficult conversations to have, but I definitely know and think that it's well worth it to start early. Um, and again, if you are struggling to have those conversations, using a book to to have those to initiate that conversation is also helpful. And making sure that you have someone, a male figure, a friend, a grandfather, someone, um, if the father's not around, um, to even have those conversations with your son or for him to be able to ask questions too. Um, but making sure that, you know, as his mom, that you create this open environment where he can ask you anything. Um, at times, I think to myself, just ask your dad, or that's what I want to say, but I don't. Um, I, you know, answer to the best of my ability. And then I may say, if you want more information or you want to know exactly maybe how it feels or what it looks like, you might want to ask your dad because I don't have those same body parts. So that's just some food for thought. Be sure to check the show notes to download the Raising Sons manual, which includes more information about this topic. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share and subscribe. Until next time.